and Kale Show. I'm Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining us this evening as uh, we roll through the, the bit, I guess, the middling part of the season here. Jackpot, there is a game that's going on right now where you're hoping the Lizards from Florida can knock off Alabama. That's kind of where we're at right now uh, as uh, we roll along here. But uh, welcome to my co-host, Mr. Carolina Jackpot. What's up, buddy? How are you? Rob, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing well. My sparkly Clemson hat here. Clemson pissed me off again today as they roll into Atlanta and they beat the holy hell out of Georgia Tech, a team they lost to at home. They beat them by like 25 tonight. But now I've been kind of mesmerized with this Alabama game. Florida in there playing pretty good basketball here lately. They're trying to go in there and spring the upset against the Tide. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, don't know if that's happening or not. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to see that happen because I actually bet on uh, Alabama to win this game. Cover the spread. Doesn't look like they're going to do that. Um, yeah. There's something wrong with the scene here. We uh, actually live on YouTube. I can't. Yeah, I, uh, I just checked it, and for some reason it refreshed. We should be live on YouTube now. As I just uh, refreshed it there, apparently something happened with the uh, with the streamer there. I had to refresh our settings, but I think we're live on the Carolina Jackpot channel now. Uh, I was wondering why our comments weren't there. So yeah, we should be good to go now. Hopefully that works. Look like come up over there to you there, Jackpot. No, <laughs> looks like we've got a, a whole one person waiting. Yeah, uh, looks like it's over here streaming correctly for me. I'm gonna check on the feed here. There's Big Body Ross, and there's Randall too. Yeah, so okay, well, we got a few in there. Yeah, um, so we'll, we'll let's just restart it. I'm pissed off that Clemson went into Georgia Tech and won by 25, even though they lost at home in overtime. And I, I are you concerned with the Alabama Florida game here? I mean, you need a Florida win to help you in the standings, right? Yeah, but, I mean, I don't really care about that. It's all about the uh, conference tournament anyway. Uh, I hate Florida. Fuck them. I I hope they lose every game and every sport that they play, to be quite honest with you. So Regular season title doesn't mean anything. It's basically meaningless. Do you believe that? Seriously, are you just goofing here? I mean, it doesn't. I mean, how many teams are we – you get to hang an SEC championship banner if you win the regular season title. I don't think that's a fake thing. That's not like winning a division. You could be the regular season champion and hang that banner in your arena. I think that's important. I mean, they've you know, I mean, they've got that. But I mean, I want to, <laughs> I want to win the damn tournament. I mean, we haven't done that yet. Wait a minute. South Carolina's have you won the SEC tournament at all? I can't remember. I don't think there's a tournament. No, no. they won you the regular won season. Them, they haven't right? won the tournament. I think they, they won, won the regular record. season twice. That was with that was the BJ Mackey teams, right? BJ Mackey, Melvin Watson, those guys. I, I think so. I believe yeah. they did. At least one. Yeah. Uh but they haven't won the tournament. No. No. Well. Don't like the 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 uh baseball team. I don't think the baseball team ever won the tournament either. Well, I, I think that, you know, we goof about Ray Tanner, but his mentality was, and and you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, I don't really give a shit about the uh, the, the tournament before the tournament. 
Lamont, I mean, if we go out there and play well, I mean, two in barbecue was cool with him. He didn't give a shit. Yeah, you know? I don't know. It, it, the, the the college basketball um, conference tournaments seem to have – the college baseball conference tournaments just seem to be like filler or something because it doesn't really determine whether you're going to a regional or not. But the college uh, basketball tournament does. Or the, yeah. the, the conference tournaments do. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, so anyway, I I agree with you on that, and obviously we'll have more college baseball we can talk about here shortly. Gamecocks moved to five and zero, oh, and um, yeah, I mean both both in state teams are undefeated. We we talked about this before too. We're a pretty good pretty good state as far as uh, college baseball. I mean. You know, South Carolina and Coastal have national titles in the past 20 years. Clemson's been a good uh, college baseball team. There are other teams that do well, too. I mean, uh, the Citadel's been to the College World Series. So, yep. that so people seem to forget that. Uh, some folks over here. Randall says LSU and Kentucky about to tip off. You yeah. know, if I were a Kentucky fan, I would – the lately the way that you got all these guys that are going to play on an NBA roster, but you're putting out a shit program, you know, as far as, I mean, they're, they're good, but it's not like they're that good, you know? Well, they, they've got, they've done a little bit better the past couple of games. Yeah. I mean, they beat Auburn. Yeah. Of course on Saturday, they, they beat Auburn at home by like 15 points. You know, the same Auburn team that beat us by 40. That's a, like a 55-point swing. And what the fuck? Um, well, and, and you beat them, too. So, that's like, what the hell? Uh, Huffer, Billy, are you Paul, watching Huffer, this? Get, get my shoe back to me. Get, Wheezy. Um, <laughs> the, uh, have you watching this, or intently watching this Auburn, or uh, this Alabama Florida game. What's up with Nate Oates? Uh, this dickhead well, over on Nate, the side. What is up with his jacket? He still Nate, went well, off of off of somebody off of Barney Miller. I mean, this is it's, like ugly. A, it's like a it's a plaid looking jacket. It's a but, plaid uh, mustard yellow jacket from 1976. It's ugly as fuck, dude. Hell no, nah. no, nah. just no. Nah. Nate, Nate Oates is a cunt. Uh, I'll stand behind that. He, I, yeah, I can't I'm sure he thinks he's sharply dressed. Give me my shoe back. Is we? She's got a shoe in here. Is, is is all right? So give us the play by play, Jackpot. Is that Wheezy messing with you? Yeah. What's going on here? Yeah, she keeps grabbing my shoes, and she's taken them to her bed, and I was trying to get the wife's attention to get it away from her. But no, no. Listen, Mrs. Jackpot there, she is not responsible for Wheezy taking your shoes, sir. I know, but uh, she could have picked it up for me, but it's all right. Oh, anyway. <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> did you hear that? What? What'd she say? She said, I did, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't got time for your nonsense, Jackpot. Better be, not, better be nice to your, to your wife over there. We don't need that nonsense. Can't have yeah. any uh, bicker in there. All right, so overtime. As Nate My only Oates hope of covering the spread and, and winning some money on this game in overtime is uh, 
Alabama actually just taking control and beating them by 11 points in overtime, and that's probably not going to happen. I already that's lost some money on a bet that should have been. That's that echo again. God damn. Um, should have been a very easy bet earlier. Uh, Penn State and Illinois had Illinois covering the seven and a half point spread at Penn State. Um, they right. fucking lost. Penn State, they're ranked number 12. Penn State has a losing record. That was a sucker stupid bet. Uh, like Penn State moved out of their big um, on campus facility there, that Bryce Jordan Center that seats like 18,000. They moved right. out of it and they moved back into the rec hall, I think it's called. It's like a 6,200-seat gym that, that they played their last home game there in 1996. And they played Illinois there tonight, and they beat them. So they basically played them in a volleyball center. It's, yeah, I mean, it would be it's it's like the it's like it would be like South Carolina moving back into the Carolina Coliseum. Mm. Okay, so, that, so they left the big arena. Because they can't fill it up. I mean, they can't put any asses in the seats. So they went, they went back to the old, what the fuck? That's crazy. And then they yeah. went, and they they kicked their leading scorer off the team. So that's why I thought, you know, that's easy. Nah, <laughs> not so much. Illinois, what, is is it, an, Illinois is another fraud. Is that the worst beat that you've ever had? One, Yeah, it's got to be one of them ridiculous i remember like i, mean, I, had, I, like, I, I like penn state i'm glad they won but damn i remember i had a game where like kansas city it was like a chiefs game and they were playing i think it was the broncos and the brought like it was just chiefs to win and for some reason denver went for two on something like at the end of the game had no business going for two and they ended up losing or ended up winning and blowing my my Chiefs bet. It was just a horrible, horrible beat. But uh, some comments over here. I think I got rid of the echo jackpot. Okay. Uh, Thank, you uh, let's see here. Thank you for murdering the echo. Yeah, that's that's about all that I murder in this this thing here. Albert Billy Paul wants to know why South Carolina sucks at football, and he wants to know. If I, I'm I don't know. Uh, you tell me. I mean, why can your team not score on them? That's even more embarrassing. I want to know if I'm going to a Trump boat parade. No, I, I don't like, I don't, I, I mean, it's like, uh, you know, God, God bless people that want to go out and support a candidate or whatever. But I, I have this mentality of politicians work for us. I'm not going to go and spend my hard earned money to, to go out and yay. We support this guy when all politicians eventually fuck you. So I don't go to, I don't there was like 40,000 people that came to Pickens back in uh, July of last year. Remember uh, yeah. see Donald Trump? I'm like, hey, you see him on down TV. I'm like, that was crazy. It was like yeah. 100 degrees out that day. And then a damn yeah. tornado came through. I, I just, I, I appreciate people that do that. And they're, I, I, you know, and you can do whatever you want to do with your time, but I can find a lot better well, things to do with my time than to, hey, I'm going to go out on a, on a boat parade with other people. So Batman is, three. Thought, um, is uh, yeah. that primary uh, in South Carolina? Is that Saturday? 
It is this Saturday, yes, sir. I saw the date saw on the that. Date. That's just that's weird. Is that like a that's normal like thing? Normal. Yeah, they normally have like they had the Democratic primary. Uh, what was it two weeks ago? Um, and of course, Biden's running unopposed, so you know it's one of those things. But uh, the actual Republican primary, I mean, Nikki Haley's sending out text messages to people I'm like, "How the hell did you get my number, ho? What the hell she is sends this me one every day?" Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I don't. Know, uh, and it's weird too because I mean, it's like it's not a. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a fucking spam thing, but it is over the top. It says up there, Siri has found a new contact, Nikki Haley. Yeah. <laughs> Nikki Haley, like, like, how did Nikki Haley get in my DMs? What's up with that? I have a feeling. I have a feeling you won't hear from her after Saturday. The Saturday when she loses the primary, and she will. Do you think she'll? Quit the race. I mean, because if you can't win, oh. you're on state. And, and look, I, I and we don't normally talk politics on this show, but here's the thing with that: um, she's not going to get out of it. But the reason she's not going to get out of it is because she has very rich people that are behind her that are telling her Trump's going to get convicted of something, and the Republican Party is going to need you. So that's why she's going to stay in. Oh. So there you go with that. Makes sense, uh, I guess. Hey, let's let's talk about Chris's comment here because this is funny. You hear about Drinkowitz talking shit to Tennessee's basketball players? Did yes. He? Yeah, he did. Um, I think I retweeted some of it. Uh, I'm, I'm pulling this up here. He's. I want to make sure that I get the exact. I think I retweeted one of them. I don't remember, but basically, what was it that he did? I'm. It's A to Z Sports. I'm looking at their article here. Uh, let's see here. No reason the Tigers stand on business. Drinkowitz added to the rivalry Tuesday night during the basketball game. Um, Mizzou head coach was sitting courtside, and at one point in the first half, according to SEC Network announcer Tom Hart, talking trash to Tennessee players, he says, "Quote: Look at this. Eli Drinkowitz is yelling after a five a high five from Truman over to the Tennessee huddles." You ain't that tough. Still standing on business. <laughs> he's getting he's getting a little bit silly. I I, I don't know. I'm starting Drinkowitz to is bragging uh, <laughs> bragging about their win, but no, there was one like he's, he's starting to wear out his welcome with me. I mean, he was funny for a while, but uh, he's pretty funny. And and look, if you're kicking the shit out of Tennessee fans, the dumbest fan base on earth. It, you know, I kind of think it's funny, but well, it's just he's he's kind of I don't know. It's getting to where, okay, yeah, you had a good season. Now let's go work on that. I, I think they're getting a little bit too much hype going into twenty twenty four, and uh, you know, I would I wouldn't mind to see getting taken down a peg or two. I think it, it's one all, of the it's almost, players said something it, to him, which was kind of funny. Kinda it, it, I mean, that. it's almost, and, and you might not think this would happen, but it's almost. A, to the point where if, if if he and Josh Heupel were uh, were were having a Texas death match, um, you know, Carolina Jackpot might sneak down there to ringside with a foreign object when the referee's back is turning. You think I'm going to stick it in and sneak it to Eli Drinkwitz? But oh no, he misses Eli Drinkwitz. Josh Heupel gets a hold of it. Hey, he knocks him out with a foreign object. When Carolina Jackpot, did you, did you turn on Eli Drinkwitz? Maybe. 
Maybe. Maybe. Oh, I'm trying to find the actual tweet here because it's uh it's pretty funny. Um let's see if I can find it here. Hold on. Barney Ross says he had a dream that he wouldn't have to work on Mar I didn't have to work on Martin Luther King Day this year, and I also got President's Day off. Look at you. Which is which is a little weird because all my days off during the week. If I have one, I'm you know I'm kind of waiting for the mail to come, or the days yeah. when I work late, I'm I'm waiting on the mail to run, and I waited on the mail to run those days till about eleven, so I realized oh yeah it's a holiday the mail's not going to run, then I was a little disappointed because I like to get those the coupons that come in the envelope that you can kind of go through most of it's like you know the ones most of it's like advertisement for like siding and like gutter guards and maybe some pest control there <clears throat> might be a coupon at the back to the mexican restaurant or something yeah i mean i i didn't know uh i'm not mocking you're you're a guy that likes the old uh the coupon thing that's kind of cool i think that's kind of like a fallen art some people used to do it now they're not so i'm trying to find the stuff with uh with drinkowitz but it, it's it's pretty funny so i mean he, him just him just running his mouth He's he's hilarious. He really is funny. I don't know why he's doing that, but hey, do your thing, sir. Very well said. <laughs> so it's a place you work open every day, Jackpot. Yeah, um, unless you consider Christmas a day. Devin made an interesting comment. Let's bring this up. He thinks that Drinkowitz is a Lane Kiffin wannabe. Um, do you think that's a fair assessment, Jackpot? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I, I don't see like the. He doesn't like carry around the like the swagger and 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 false bravado that Lane Kiffin has. He's kind of. I, I don't know. He he's kind of more comic relief. I mean, he's a dork. That, you know. Mean, you know. He he really is. He, a dork. You know what he is. What he he's a cross. It's kind of like a cross between Shane Beamer and Lane Kiffin. Hmm. I mean. Could we agree on that? Yeah, I mean, he's like if those two had a love child, that's that's what they would have. Would be, yeah. I got you. <laughs> I I just think he's a dork. I think he was probably bullied when he was a kid. He read a lot of books about football, and just was in the right place at the right time. And now he's able you to seen, go out. You seen his middle school pictures? <laughs> There's no way he was considered a dork. Really? No. Why would you say that? I'm I'm being facetious, Rob. I know. I'm taking every chance I, he was considering. I, I I remember I remember I retweeted one of those with this guy beat Tennessee and it pissed the Tennessee fans off on Twitter. <laughs> He's funny. All right. Anyway, coming down to it, Alabama's up ninety-two eighty-eight. Jackpot's probably going to lose his eleven-point spread there, but yeah, yeah, probably so. That's sad. I don't know. Right. I mean, it depends. I mean, if Alabama hits a three or something here and then Florida starts fouling them a bunch. I read something on 247 Sports today I wanted to talk to you about. It said one of the uh, the big upcoming battles in spring practice is going to be for the Gamecock quarterback spot. I I personally believe it's Lenora Sellers' job to lose, but they did a write-up talking about maybe the kid transferring in from Auburn is going to be uh, – be a 
somebody that could get into the mix. Are, are you and I on the same page? We think it's going to be Sellers and everybody else? I mean, we've seen his upside, and it's it's yeah. huge. But And then yeah. we've seen Robbie Ashford play a whole season as a starter. And he was terrible, but that coach got fired. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know if – yeah, I don't know if our staff can can get something out of him. I, I really think that that Sellers is going to be the guy. I think that Ashford might be brought in on some like third and short situations, maybe some red zone situations to kind of mix it up a little bit. But like if you're having to rely on winning a game with your arm, I don't think that he's the guy that that you're going to turn to. Um, By the way, I'm I'm looking I mean, at Twitter. Yeah, I mean, we've seen like you know I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, I mean, everybody knows you know what kind of you know offensive mind Hugh Freeze is, and regardless or irregardless of what you think of him as a person, I mean he's uh, put together some pretty decent offenses, and he wanted no part of that guy being his starting quarterback, and uh, he went with Peyton Thorne, a guy who threw like 15 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. Just, just a terrible quarterback, but he still went with him over Ashford. So you know, I, I doubt he he has much of an upside in his passing game. Uh, if Hugh Freeze couldn't develop him, I don't think that there's probably anybody on uh, South Carolina's offensive staff that's going to develop him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I agree with you on that. I don't like. I think he's going to change positions. and They're going to make him. Uh, He's going to go out and be a receiver. I think that's what's going to happen there. You know, we'll see. I mean, it could be. <laughs> All right. So uh, at, at hail underscore call K at hall underscore kale on uh, Twitter tweeted this out today. It's a retweet from sec. Mike, the projected 2024 records from uh, at CFB hourglass. They've yeah, got that, that's Texas- the podcast. The, um, the uh, that SEC podcast. I like to call him the the. Uh, he's got that 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 larger guy on there, um, pork chops and porn stash. Uh, they're the two. They're the two <laughs> douchebags. They have a lot of followers. They're the two douchebags that reported me last year because I used a fucking thumbnail uh, that I found on the internet that actually came from like the thumbnail on one of their videos or off their website or some shit. I'm like, what's the fuck? I'm like, I just found it on the internet. I'm like, I didn't know it belonged to anybody. And they ended up bro taking down the video, not, not them. YouTube took down the video that I posted because I used a, a freaking thumbnail that they uh, had made. And I'm like, sorry, well, you know, well, see that the, the issue with that is that they think that they put out just this wonderful talent that everybody loves so so much, and heaven forbid that you use their shit. It's not like they made fucking Purple Rain and you reuse Purple Rain as a fucking bumper. Well, the, the, it was a the goddamn fat, thread. The fat guy on mm. there is the one that he he told them that like he would walk thirteen miles or something. Yeah, he's a he's a Tennessee fan. And he said he would he would walk like 13 miles or something if Florida beat Tennessee. Well, they beat him. So so he had to walk 13 miles. And, I, I mean, I guess he made it because, like, he's still on there. But uh, Well, here's the deal. 
I want to go. I, I just because I thought this was funny. They've got Texas at 12 and 0. Uh Georgia and are uh, so thumbs up or thumbs down on which one of these you agree with, Jackpot. Texas 12 and 0. I, I think don't, that's a thumbs down. Going 12 and 0 is I, hard. I don't think so. They have to go to Michigan, and I, I mean Michigan's lost some weapons. They lost their coach, but I mean you got to go there early in the season. I mean, I think it could be tough. I mean, I think that could be a potential loss for you. Um, they got to play Georgia. They're <laughs> playing Georgia at home. I mean, Georgia won the national, two last two national championships for this year. I mean, I, you know, that's going to be a tough game. And I mean, Texas is known for kind of shitting the bed. I mean, they they do it at the, every year. They they come up just a little bit short. It seems like you know they lost to Oklahoma last year. A lot of people forget that. But they did. Right. They lost to Brent Venables. So I mean, there's there's some potential slip ups on that schedule. I think they um did they play Mizzou. I'm looking at it right now. Um, so Texas has Colorado State, Michigan. They do not have Mizzou. They have Texas A and M, Kentucky, Arkansas, Vandy, Georgia, Oklahoma. Mississippi State, UL Monroe, UTSA, and Michigan, as well as Colorado State. So they play Florida. They do not. Yeah, they have Florida and Austin. On uh, I mean, would it shock you if Billy Napier went into Austin and won? Well, I mean, I I think that I, I I don't I don't believe in anything that Billy Napier does. So I think you're you're more. I I would be I wouldn't be more shocked if Kentucky went in there and won over Florida. I think Kentucky's got a better chance to win there than Florida does. If we're just being honest here, so I, I think it's probably not the same. Yeah, well, very but very twelve and zero. Going twelve and zero, in my opinion, is is a stretch. Yeah, I don't. I don't um, think they go twelve. Or I think for any team right now, it is a stretch. Eleven and one for Georgia and Ole Miss. Um, Georgia returns a good share of their team. Looking at their schedule, they start with Clemson, then they play Tennessee Tech, Kentucky, Alabama in Tuscaloosa, Auburn at home, Mississippi State at home. Uh, then they go to Austin, play Texas. They got Florida, um, Ole Piss, then Tennessee and Athens, followed by UMass and Georgia Tech. You know, when you look at that schedule, it's tough. It's tough. It's, tough. it's not. It's not undoable, but I think eleven and one sounds fair for Georgia. No, but they, um, yeah, they're, they're really going to flex those uh, those muscles that they had last year. They weren't even tested in the yeah. regular season, so you know I think eleven and one's fair. I, I, I think they drop a game somewhere. I mean, it may be the Texas game. You know, they may drop the game. At Ole Miss, Ole Miss, it's not or Alabama, it's not. Yeah, those are those are all tough. All right, so they're not, Ole Miss they're, not used, they're not used to playing that kind of regular season schedule. Ole Miss is uh their schedule looks a, a lot different, and when you look at their schedule, yes, they've got Georgia, but they've got Georgia at home. They've got Oklahoma at home. Yeah, but. Furman, Middle Tennessee, Wake Forest, and Georgia Southern. It's like they're fucking Kentucky playing the Mac there with yeah, the first four games of the season. That's, that's Followed by uh, Kentucky coming in. 
Uh, then they go to South Carolina to play, followed by a road trip to Baton Rouge, then the bye week, and then Oklahoma. Um, or go to Arkansas, then come home for Georgia bye week, and then Florida, and then they have the Egg Bowl. You know, so, with I mean, that the two games are, are home against Georgia, and then yeah. at uh, LSU. Yes. <laughs> Those are the two tough ones there. Yeah, uh, the rest I, I mean, I think I think eleven one's realistic. Yep, I do too. Much as I, much uh, as I hate them, I I think it's realistic. Ten and two, they've got Tennessee. Tennessee opens up with Chattanooga. Watch out for this. Watch out for the choo choos there. Uh, NC State they play in Charlotte. NC State's garbage. Kent State uh, and then Oklahoma, followed by a bye week, and then Arkansas. Florida and Alabama in Knoxville by week. And then Kentucky, uh, then Mississippi state, they go to Georgia and then followed by UTEP and Vanderbilt. Yeah. I don't think 10 and two is a stretch there for Tennessee. If, uh, if they can, you know, if the chosen son there can play like they're telling us he could play, I don't think 10 and two is that far stretch with that schedule. No, it's not. It's not. I mean, they don't have they don't have the yes they play Alabama and Georgia but that's probably the only two where the people will look at them like they're silly I guess. And they get Alabama in Knoxville, so then they got a slew of teams at nine and three, including LSU, Oklahoma, Auburn, and Texas A and M. Of those four, the two that could go nine and three, in my opinion, are LSU and Oklahoma. I'm not sure about Auburn and AM going nine and three. That sounds stupid. Yeah, that's uh Arkansas or uh, Auburn going nine and three. Auburn, AM, Oklahoma, and LSU. They've got them projected to go nine and three. Yeah. Uh um File me uh, under Auburn. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, that's just silly. Then they've I mean, got. Who, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I mean, who, I mean, who? Um, where did they come up with that? Well, let, let's look at Auburn's schedule real quick here. Alabama A and M, <laughs> followed by California. New Mexico and Arkansas, and then um, a matchup with. They don't leave, and this is not a joke. They don't leave the state. Of, they don't leave home. Their first road game is October the fifth, when they go to Athens. Then they get a bye week, and then they got to go to Mizzou. Uh, then they play Kentucky, Vanderbilt, Louisiana Monroe, A and M, and Alabama. You know, when I look at that schedule, <laughs> I, I think that nine wins is not that far fetched. Their schedule is shit, jackpot. Now that I look at it, yeah, but still, I yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think they've upgraded enough to uh, to think that that's possible. I just, they're, I really, really don't. They're tough. They have two tough road games in Georgia and Mizzou. The rest of the schedule, I and mean, then I get they go to Alabama at the end of the season. Okay, I don't know they. I think they win eight games this year just because their schedule's garbage. Um, they've got two eight and four teams. This, this is the interesting one: Mizzou and Alabama. 
Hmm. Okay. What's Mizzou's schedule? Mizzou's schedule is pretty shitty, too. Yeah, let me give you Mizzou's schedule here. They got Murray State, where uh, uh, old Zeb Nolan's going to be the quarterback coach there. Did you you read that, Jackpot? Yeah. Yeah, Zeb Nolan's going to be the quarterback coach. Colonel Zeb up there going to be the quarterback's coach. I used to live in Murray, Kentucky, so I know a little racer football. You lived in Murray, Kentucky? That's where my stepdad's from is Murray. Um, I went to Callaway County High School because my mom didn't want me going to Murray High School because that's where the thugs went. <laughs> that's not a did joke. You, did you go to school there all four years? No, I went to school there for uh, two years, and then I we moved back to South Carolina, and then I went to Lexington High School. So You went to Lexington? Yep, that's where I went to high school, yep. Well, I thought you went to airport. No, I can read. I didn't go to airport. <laughs> well, why fuck? I mean, I didn't know. Is that not a good school? <laughs> no, I I pick at my friends that all went to uh that all went to airport because airport was like when I was a kid they were like that was like the school where like drug dealers went is what we were told. Well, Blake that, knows I mean, what I'm I talking about. Be, I thought that would be. I thought that would be a cool. What, what did they? What's their um their mascot? Uh, I don't know some meth meth dealer. I don't know. No, it's I don't. Know. So is it the <laughs> Eagles? Yeah, it is the Eagles. There you go. Thank so you, Blake. It, see, you think it was the Jets or something? I, I don't know. I mean, I, when I think of airport, I think of meth dealers and seniors with C section scars. That's so there's a there's a high school in Western North Carolina uh, near Asheville, Inca High School. Um, in Inca, North Carolina, and they're the Inca Jets. I mean, I mean, it has absolutely nothing to do with, you know, Western North Carolina, but they're just the Jets. So yeah, why you, not? Yeah, you know, exactly. I mean, it's just weird. Um. Anyway, so they play Murray State, then they have Buffalo. They don't leave. Um. They don't leave Mizzou until October the fifth, but. Their first four games are Murray State, Buffalo, Boston College, and Vanderbilt. <laughs> then bye week. <laughs> Mizzou's going to start the season four oh, up. Well, thank God for that bye week. That bye week there. Hoof. Yeah, you're going to need it. Then they go, they go to – this. check this out, Jackpot. They go to A&M, and then they're on the road at UMass. Why in the fuck is Missouri – Playing a game in Amherst against UMass, I don't get it. I guess the what? same reason uh, Alabama played at South Florida, and Ugh. I mean, some of these make sense. Like the Gamecocks played at East Carolina. Okay, that makes a little bit of sense. I mean, it's a I regional mean, rival. Your... We've played yeah. out of, at home a bunch of times, so we return the favor. Yeah, I mean, like I get that one, but going all the way there to play fucking you. I mean, even South Carolina playing at App State might make sense, but going to fucking UMass? Doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. It's, it's zero sense. A, it's a stupid game. I mean, they're going all to right, beat them so, by 50. So let, let's just fathom in our heads here. They got those four wins and UMass. And then, so through six games, I've got them at five and one. If they lose at A&M. Then Auburn comes to Columbia, and then they go on the road to Tuscaloosa before a bye week. Then they get Oklahoma, 
And then uh, another bye week when they play South Carolina because Eli Drinkowitz sees Gamecock, and that means win. Uh, well, there's there's a day when that's coming to an end. Um, you think so? All right. Well, you hang your hat on that jackpot. Until you beat the dork, I'm not going to give you credit for it. And then yeah. Mississippi State, and then uh, then they play Arkansas at home. I think that eight wins is uh, fair there for, uh, for Mizzou. I really do. I think that at SEC Media Days, uh, Brady Cook may be first team All SEC. Think about uh, it. You have what? Who who else is going to be your starting uh, SEC quarterback there? I mean, I guess you could go with Jackson Dart, but you already said you don't really like him. If you were no. voting, you'd probably go with Brady Cook, right? Yeah, I mean, um, very impressive last year. And kind of out of nowhere, right? Yeah, they hated him now. They may build a damn shrine to him there. So anyway, yeah. they got Missouri at 8-4 and four, and then Alabama at 8-4. and four. There's a little bit of – I think that's just one of those things where they're like – they're looking at Alabama and thinking they're going to be shit when they still got talent there at Alabama. But Alabama schedules Western Kentucky, South Florida, and Wisconsin – Georgia comes to Tuscaloosa, then they go to Vandy before welcoming in South Carolina. Then they go to Knoxville. Uh, they welcome yeah, in Mizzou. Yeah, I'm seeing Bye a lot week. of wins there. Bye week, and then LSU, and then Mercer. The fuck. Uh, followed by Oklahoma and Auburn to end the season. So they got Alabama at eight and four. Yeah, they're not. They're winning more than eight games. Yeah. So I don't like some of these don't look very, very. Um, then it's six and six. They've got Kentucky and uh, Mississippi State. Kentucky, their first four of the season. It's not going to be like it was last year. Jackpot. They've got Southern Miss and then South Carolina at home, followed by Georgia at home and then Ohio. So we could where's, where's the game against Northern Illinois and Akron? Yeah, where's I mean they the Mac is over there and they're pissed off. What a mess. Yeah, I mean they yeah. were their, that was their that was their lunch ticket. Mm -hmm. So I mean I need have to Ohio, find out what's going on with this. Not making there's sense. Ohio there, and then they have Ole Miss. I think what happened was Big Barney Ross stopped sending them money because Calipari hurt his feelings, so he stopped sending money to the football program, and they're not going to have enough Gatorade to cover everybody, um, you know, when they send people on the road. So I think that's what happened there. But Kentucky also has Ole Miss bye week and then Vanderbilt followed by Florida, Auburn, Tennessee bye week, and then they play Murray State. Murray State's getting two SEC playoffs this year. That's pretty good. Then uh, they go on the road to Texas and then wrap up the season with Louisville. I I think six wins is maybe par there for Kentucky. That's not that far off. Yeah, that's that's probably about uh, – that's probably about what you see out of them. They, and the they're, other six they're, – They're not going to have a win. I mean, they haven't had a losing record there. And, uh, I mean, it's been quite a while. Um, the other six and six team is uh, Mississippi State. So yeah, that's uh, 
I saw that and I was kind of like, eh, okay. Um, Here's their schedule. They've got Eastern Kentucky, uh, directional school. Then they have Arizona State, followed by Toledo, Florida, Texas, bye week, Georgia, AM, Arkansas, UMass. UMass comes to Starkville, though. They're not going to pull the Mizzou and go to Amherst. And then they play Tennessee, followed by the bye, then Mizzou, and then Old Piss at home, or excuse me, on the road. I think six wins is a maybe a stretch for them there. <clears throat> yeah, I, I mean, that, I mean, brand new head coach. I mean, new, new staff, new everything. I think that's, uh, I think that's a little bit far off. But you know, all right, let us know. Then at four and eight, they've got South Carolina. We've been over the Gamecock schedule: Old Dominion, Kentucky, LSU, Akron. Uh, bye week. Then I, you know, I've. I've Gonna stand by this. They're gonna go 0 for October with Old Piss, Alabama, and Oklahoma. Um, AM, Vanderbilt, Mizzou, Wofford, and Clemson. I think they got four layoffs there in theory with, well, with, uh, uh, with uh with with Clemson, uh Wofford, and yeah. Let whatever. I I'm I, I just let you spin 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 your mouth there because you don't in your heart of hearts believe that you're gonna go to Clemson and win. You don't believe I mean, that. Well, I didn't in my heart of hearts believe it two years ago and uh it happened. Yeah, and that's why you were shocked and your whole fucking fan base went and made damn Christmas ornaments because it doesn't happen very often. It's like Tennessee beating no, Alabama. No, there were no Christmas there were no Christmas ornaments. That is absolutely not true. You motherfuckers made Christmas ornaments and you, you thought that the world had ended. So let, let's not let's just Thought be honest. The world ended. I don't think so. Oh yeah, I mean it was like it was like Oppenheimer getting the nuclear bomb right. Uh, that's how that's how much things came together for you guys. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, four layups. It's kind of disrespectful. Um, well, but, I I can be because your program that was a fluke win, and you guys acted like you wasn't a fluke oh, win. I mean, a fluke. I mean, y'all gave it to us, and you should have won that game. Uh, Old Dominion is a layup. Akron's a layup. Uh, Wofford's a layup. That's three. And I think oh, now I see what happened to Kentucky's four. game of uh, Akron. They're on our schedule. Thanks. Yeah. Well, but you'll you'll get a win there, and you'll you'll beat uh, you'll beat Wofford, and you'll beat Vanderbilt. There's your four. After that, I think the rest of the games are toss ups at best. So I don't think four and eight. Now they'll they'll pick one of those games. They'll go five and seven at least, at least. So I don't know unless Sean Elliott comes in and like wipes his ass with everything and says, you know what, you should have kept me here instead of a uh, getting old bitch champ. I, I don't. You know, I do not know how to take a screenshot off of uh, an iPad. I, I'm an absolute idiot, and, and there's a reason behind this. I'm trying to send something to you. Um, okay, no, I'll tell you how to do it right now. Screenshot on iPad. All right, let's see here. Press the top button and either the volume button at the same time. Quickly release both buttons. So you have a top button and a volume button. Should be down there near the um, top that, button. Yeah, it says there's a button on the top. I'm I'm getting this from Apple support. <laughs> Hold on, I'll share it with you here on the screen. Uh, what do you want to show me? I'm trying to see here. What you got? Uh, well, I'm trying to 
God dang it. I mean, this iPad must be retarded. <laughs> I'm trying to send. Well, okay, I'm just going to show this picture um, on the damn thing there because, God Almighty, hold on a second, because I can't, I can't screenshot this. That damn, <laughs> Ugh, dang it! Sorry. Um, That's all right, jackpot. Do your thing, man. I, I'm. Uh, well, now I'm. I've gotten off here. On another tangent here. Somehow or another, no, I've gotten no. myself into a mode of taking pictures here, and that's not what I want to be. And I'm oh, there's to... probably a picture of Wheezy and a picture of your foot. <laughs> no, 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 damn it. Okay. All right. We're going to put this in full screen mode as much as I can. Somebody over there in the chat had asked me what was the last year that I had hair. Yeah, I know I, it was in the, it may have been like around 2001-ish, but I found this picture off Facebook. This was, but this was from 1998. Now, of course, there was no Facebook in 1998, but this was my picture in 1998. This was from Winn-Dixie um, when I was co-manager there. I think I was a fresh 23 years old here in this picture, but that, that was the picture that... Uh, <laughs> That's the picture that that goes on the wall, but like in the little um, the little sleeves with the managers up there that tells you their names. And mine yeah. went right beside the store manager's picture, and that was that was that. I, I took it down and brought it home with me when I moved stores. But yeah, you'll see I had the co-manager vest there. Oh, that's a tie. I believe that was a golf tie, and um, I had a nice little head of hair there. There you go. Jackpot with his so, hair. That was uh, April 1998, circa that. So we we uh, I remember positive Mike and I stopping at your Ingles and, <laughs> and so, Jackpot. Uh, they had like Jackpot's picture at the front of the store as soon as you walked yeah, in. Yeah, the big the big picture. Yeah, yeah. So we we took pictures of ourselves giving you the finger. <laughs> yeah, everybody's fucked with that. Uh, that was that that uh, what was his name? Uh, something Talbert. Um, that's a Clemson yeah. fan. Uh, yeah. He took uh, uh, he took pictures of it. Uh, the Mister um, Lamar McAllister uh, took pictures with that uh, mural. Everybody, the People's Champ took pictures with the mural, <laughs> giving it fingers. Well, I mean, how how did Pretty he take pictures? He'd need a fucking step stool to be at eye level with you, that fucking dwarf. Who the people's yeah, champ? Yeah, who people's champ. Motherfucker runs around fighting with fishing poles. He needs to watch his damn mouth before he fucking starts talking to my co-host. <laughs> little shrimp bitch. And by the way, Lamar also needs to watch his mouth or damn fix your deck. There's that too. Oh, you want to damn oh, pull Lamar. some you want to pull some strings out. We can do that if they're gonna mock some people. Uh, Baylor man, uh, Baylor man says it, um, and he's right. That was me. That would have been me. The last that would have been the April before uh, the last time the Voltards won the SEC in football. Can you can you send me that picture? Because I'm going to make our own thumb out of it with Kale's hairdo. The last time yeah, the I'll get, won the I'll get it off Facebook off my uh, off my phone because I can screenshot stuff there. I have no idea why I can't screenshot. Well, I could um, probably do it from here by going iPad, to your page. I feel silly. It's it's hilarious because uh, 
um that that's actually really funny <laughs> um dude I just, my oh. um my um of the uh, my notifications just one across the top of my phone snapchat notification says i have a new friend suggestion and um it's weird the guy that it it, it gave me as a friend suggestion is uh has passed away like two years ago oh god yeah that's no good yeah um anyway i'm looking through i'm looking through your facebook page now to see if i can see that photo it's in your right, photos, you go to photos and you not my photos but it's the second photo yeah and kale way, photos, way back it's from 2014 i'm scrolling through and see if i can find it I've got uh, way down there. You got to go through a lot of bullshit to find. Oh, that. I'm gonna go through them, and I'm gonna make a jackpot's hairdo. The last time Tennessee won the SEC, <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I'm gonna make that. Um, jackpot's. Uh, I was scrolling through my TikTok earlier, and Jackpot had a had a uh, a video he put out about uh, what was it was some chicken joint you went to, right, or a barbecue place. Uh, city barbecue. Yeah, that was that wasn't that bad, right? No, it's okay. I um, I, I'm I'm kind of changing the theme of that Rockabelly channel. I'm not I'm I'm not doing fast food joints anymore at all. Yeah. I'm only gonna like review mom and pop places that are local. But and I already talked about that. I, I talked about wanting to go to the uh, what is it, the schoolhouse barbecue, and I still plan on doing that. But uh, this city barbecue place I thought was a local joint, uh, but it's not. It turns out it's a chain. It's got like 100 um, restaurants, but this is the only one in South Carolina. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's okay. I mean, it ain't. it's probably not anywhere I'm going to go back to, but it's all right. Oh, goodness. There, there you go, Jackpot. Look at all that goodness. <laughs> Yeah, and I know. That's awesome. Oh, manager. <laughs> that's that great. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. I was working hard and had to yeah. take, a break, take a break for a picture. Take a break for a picture. There you go. I'm uh, I'm saving that because uh we're going to make a uh we're going to make a damn make the next thumb out of that. All right, anyway. So, uh someone asked about the um the we didn't talk about the new what five seven rule or whatever it is with the college football playoff. What do you think about that jackpot before we get out of here? Um, so we're going with the five highest ranked conference champions and the seven at large. Yep. Yeah, I mean it seems fair <laughs> to me. Yeah, I I um he, here's my thing is that I'm hoping that it, it shouldn't I'm hoping that you go by what a team does instead of, well, we played in whatever conference that it is. And just because we played in that conference, uh, we should get, everybody should suck our dick for us. I hope we get away from that. I hope we don't use that theory of, well, we played in this one, blah, blah, blah. When you can play an absolute shit schedule and still be um, in a power five conference and then uh, go from there. There's one little thing that I thought was interesting is that you could have Notre Dame at, you know, 12 and 0 
as an undefeated Irish team. And I, from what I gather, the best they could do is number five in the uh, or number six, because you'll have those other five teams ahead of them. Well, I mean, they should be. They won't join a conference. Well, there you go. Join a conference. There you go. Um, got and- a couple of questions here. Baylor man and uh, Mike Bridges both want to know if Bo Jangles ever got back with me. I don't know if you saw that video over on Rockabelly, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I had some issues with them on Sunday. Uh, they messed up my food order, and uh, I let them know about it Monday. And uh, the answer to that would be no, they have not. They've not. And and I gave the benefit of the doubt Monday because it was a holiday. Uh, right. Kind of was thinking I'd get a, a call Tuesday or um, something on Wednesday, but I have not. So if I hear nothing tomorrow uh, on Friday morning, I'm going to uh, – I'm going to kind of lay into them heavy again with another customer complaint, you know, that, I mean, do we not care enough to contact our customers when we ask to be contacted? Yeah. Uh, it's just silly. I mean, you can't get your combo. I mean, they don't know the difference between white meat and dark meat at a chicken restaurant. And it's not okay. like they serve chicken as an option at Bojangles. Bojangles is chicken. If chicken didn't exist, Bojangles wouldn't exist. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this has got me a little bit befuddled. A little bit. Uh, uh, Brandon Coon right? wants to know, Jack Potter, are you looking forward to the 2025 game when the Gamecocks open up against Virginia Tech? Brandon comes up with some random stuff uh, against Virginia Tech Atlanta. Uh, well, you know, actually not. Um, if they continue – on the uh, upper trajectory that they've been on, I, I'm really not looking forward to playing Virginia Tech. Uh, you know, I, I mean, we thought this Brent Pride clown was just dead in the water. Um, I, you know, I thought that had to be the worst hire imaginable, but they really turned it around last year um, down the stretch, you know, Rob? I mean, kind of a, a really sneaky good team there. You know, they beat, they beat well, their rivals, Virginia. They beat them by like 40 points. Uh, somebody I was listening to on Pigskin Pete and Sea Dogs ACC show last night was talking about how scrappy Virginia was, and uh, they played hard and they didn't get blown out in any games. Well, yeah, they did. They got blown out by their rivals. See, I I, I get frustrated with that because when you look at Virginia from last year, yeah, they were scrappy, but in the end, they were outmanned every game and they got they got just pumped. I mean, Virginia Tech. And Virginia Tech's also doing – they're using the old Steve Spurrier strategy when he came to South Carolina. (laughs) Build a wall around the state, make sure that Clemson doesn't get the best players from in-state, and that's what they're doing at Virginia Tech. They're starting to get a lot of those players in that Virginia area to come and play there. Are you comparing Clemson to Virginia? Yeah. That Okay. In the Steve Steve Spurrier aura of things – where he was like, you know, we got to get all these guys and ended up working because I don't think got, the rest of your Clemson faithful will be real happy with you comparing I don't, Clemson to Virginia. I don't, I don't Virginia, give a shit. Virginia they don't like me at tailgate anyway. I mean, if I go to tailgate, I'm automatically thinking I'm going to have to fucking fight anyway because of the shit that I say on this program about Dabo Sweeney being a cunt and baptizing people. I, <laughs> they don't like me saying that shit. Oh. And I don't give a shit. So that's fine. But, no, I mean, it's the same theory. Virginia Tech is playing a lot better, and they could be 
sneaky good to the point where they could be good next season. And then the season after that, they could have like what Duke had with Elko and then Pry's going to go somewhere else. That's kind of the future that I see for Virginia Tech. Right you now. know, if he has a, another good season or two at Virginia Tech, you know, you know where I could see him going to. And Florida. You think so. No, no. no. I, mean, I could see him going back to Penn State. He was a defensive coordinator there when they finally get tired of James Franklin shit. Yeah. It's not far-fetched. It's not because uh, Franklin doesn't beat the top teams that are there. And uh, until he starts doing that. Um, anyway, yeah, so we have that. And I think that I, I don't like the idea of the automatic birth for, you know, um, if you have a, a let's say that you have a, a nine and three, a nine and three team from the Big Ten or whatever conference winning the conference title, but they beat a team that finished the season 10 and one, or let's say it's they're 12 and oh, and their first loss is in that game. They're automatically going to be pinned in anyway, but that nine and three team could get a berth that may knock somebody else out. I don't really like that, but I kind of understand. It's kind of where I'm at with all that, but it's like, yeah. And, and Notre Dame, by the way, you were talking about they need to join a conference. We had them, and what I mean by that is the ACC had them by the balls. They could have made them in the COVID year. Look, you join our conference or you're not going to have a fucking football season. They could have done that. They could have had that conversation in the room where everybody's smoking cigars and you have a bunch of 70-year-old men making up, uh, you know, making the college football world. They could have done that. But Swafford is a cunt. I've used cunt a lot, but he didn't. Oh, don't worry. You can just play your, you can just play your games and in, in our league, and you don't. You can be a member just for this season. It's like we're pretty enough to take out, you know, for basketball and. So basically, baseball. what you're saying is, you're saying basically is they were Notre Dame's bitch that year when they Absolutely. really, in reality, should have made Notre Dame their bitch. Exactly. They, we have continued to let Notre Dame wipe their dick on the curtains every single year. They come in and they use us for basketball and baseball and everything else. But oh, no, 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 no. It's like having a hot girlfriend with great big titties, but you don't get to see those titties ever. They're just there. You don't get to take that bra off and see those giant ass knockers. No, you don't get to. You can look at them. And the fact that they're remotely, we remotely associate with you, you get to kind of hang out with us, but don't you dare touch those giant titties. Those are off the record, sir. Well, no, no, no. Dennis, there's always Sam Pittman who will, who will show you his milkers for free. Um, well, those are community titties. I mean, he's, his titties yeah. are bigger than the damn, the damn Arkansas governor's titties. Imagine well, that. Well, I mean, he was letting her, he was letting the, he was letting her rub them. So, I mean, obviously they're, uh, they're, she was um, sitting there and she was like, Ooh, wow. those got, uh, those got more, those got more volume than mine. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're public service tits. Um, uh, uh, Jordan, Jordan Bowman with a good point. Um, he says that Clemson has three of the top 10 players in the state of Virginia, in the 2025 class four commitments from the state overall. 
So are you sure Virginia Tech's building a wall around They're, they're building a wall to keeping – they're trying to keep the recruits there. They're at least offering those doesn't kids. doesn't look like they're doing a they good weren't. job. Well, they're trying, as whereas before they weren't. So – South uh, Clemson's doing really good recruiting in 2025 class. Uh, South Carolina needs to get on the fucking stick. I think we have one damn commitment. I don't know what the hell. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where the welcome homes are. Big Big Barney Ross sent him a breast pump for Christmas. Isn't Big Barney Ross a man of the people? Yeah, he is. He really is. They they all got they got a kick out of me. Um, on damn it, LSU motherfuckers. Um. I, I'm gonna lose all my damn bets tonight. I'll just lose all my fucking money. You know? God dang it. Um you, you bet LSU tonight? I just picked him to cover the spread against Kentucky. They're not doing it. They're getting beat <laughs> um by like nine. But they're having a letdown game after they upset the Gamecocks. Is exactly what they're doing. Now I can't remember. Oh, uh I had the Clemson people laughing. Uh, the other day on Twitter with my little thing that Shane Beamer was in his office. They had a picture of him with like some some gigantic like inflatable policeman or something. Did you see that? Oh yeah, yeah, I did see and that. I just I said something about you won't believe the blow up doll I just received. You know how he's always talking. About, you won't believe the phone call I just got off the phone with, or whatever it yeah. is. He says you won't believe the phone call I just got. Yeah. Oh God. They have that that, that that Clemson radio station up here. Like I, I don't remember what business it is, but it goes, it goes on, uh, it goes on commercial break. Is it, 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 it? I I don't know what they're peddling something. They're like, you can contact us. You know, they can uh, by by email, and here's our website or whatever. Or you can contact us by phone at eight six four blah 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 blah, and then it says. You won't believe the phone call we just got. <laughs> oh, man. There you go with that. Uh, well, Billy Cole says USC basketball men's 2025 and first, huh? Right now. Yeah. If you pull up the, the rankings right now, it's pretty. Uh, he says, and Lou is getting paid big bucks based on what? Um, he was losing big bucks from what I understood there. Mm. He picked Florida or Alabama too. And he picked he picked Miami to cover the spread against Duke. That 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 kind of makes a lot of sense. I wouldn't have picked that. I you know, I I uh I, I can see where he's coming from with that because Larinaga does a pretty good job and they always seem to stick around. I don't know. Miami's interesting. And you know what? Clemson's interesting too with the shit that they're pulling because they could go out and have a start like they did early tonight and then just coast in some games, or they could go out and be the drizzling shits. They're they're the most hot cold team fucking ever. Miami's his only loss. No, it's not. He picked Alabama. He picked Alabama to cover. Mm. Just like I did. Both yeah. were losers. He did cover the spread, I think, against you. Uncle Lou's betting baseball, basketball games. He he he, and he had UNC Greensboro covering against Western Carolina, and he's sitting here calling them UNC Greenville. I'm like, you don't even know what damn school you've bet on. 
but but you're winning the damn bet. That's crazy. Oh goodness. All right, let's see if we can get a call or two before we get out of here. I'll put the, the, the thing over there in the description if uh, folks want to join the program. But um, uh, I've got I've got a little late uh, little late uh, little parlay here, jackpot. I got New Mexico minus eight, uh, Pepperdine and UNLV. That's my three team parlay this evening. Pepperdine, so, Pepperdine, yep, Pepperdine. I uh, like. Uh, they're uh, they're on the road and they're like an eight and a half point favorite or something. So yeah, I had one of those parlays last night. I got the uh, one pick correct, San Francisco to cover against St. Mary's, but the other one uh, was Wyoming covering against Nevada, and they were four points away from doing so. So I got that incorrect. Those things you- fuck me. I, I I don't. Yeah, Jordan Bowman was right, and I was about to say that UNC Greenville would be East Carolina. Uh, <laughs> What a mess. All right. Well, uh, we've had a good show this evening. And, what happened to uh, the callers? What's happened to the callers? What, what happened to uh, uh, Rob has SEC bias? Did he uh, he probably forgot to pay his phone bill. You went to hiding or something? Yeah. Quarter zips, quarter zips have lost, what, two out of the last four. He's, he's kind of in the shitter. Who knows? Well, I mean, we've lost two out of our last four, and I'm just fine. Mm-hmm. That's because you're here regardless. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of got to be here. Yeah. Hey, tell people about what's over your left shoulder there, Jackpot. That's a pretty cool thing you got. Yeah, uh, circa 2011, four-foot uh, wide, bud light neon sign with uh, logos of all of the uh, NFL teams on it. Pretty cool. Pretty yeah, cool. Current. I mean, and you know, it's. Uh, I mean, you know, you got all your teams on there that we've got right now. Got a Redskins logo. Got the old uh, Miami Dolphins logo. Got the St. Louis Rams uh, instead of the uh, what are they now? L.A. Rams. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, I picked it up at an antique store for forty-five dollars. And the only thing that's wrong with it, the the transformer on the back of it actually works. So it's getting power. It just has a cracked neon tube. So I'm thinking I can probably get it repaired for under $100 and could probably sell it for about $500. There's one on eBay going for $1,150. That's a six-foot wide one. That's four-foot wide. So uh, it's a pretty nice uh, thing. But I may just keep it. Um, Yeah, I mean... I, I, it's nice, I, just, and I like cool shit. Yeah, who doesn't? Billy, welcome to the program. Hey, I'll call in and make y'all feel good. Oh, well, thank you. It's all about hey, you. Did y'all, did y'all see that? Basically a mercy call. No, the East Carolina baseball player today uh, on the baseball team with the prosthetic leg today got the bat. This is a real story. It's on Fox News today. Great story. And good job with East Carolina coach letting that young man play. Hmm. So he's got a prosthetic leg and he got to go out there and play. There you go. Yeah. He got a bat today and drew a walk. I, um, I, you know, I like stories like that. That's, that's, that's some good stuff there. We need to probably worked his ass off to get to a point where he could actually do something. And he got out there and, uh, was able to play. I I think that's pretty awesome. In my opinion. Yep. 
they got to interview him today and everything, everything. Nice young man. Nice yeah, young Rob, man. You remember uh you remember when Jim Abbott used to pitch for the Angels and he just had like that one nub over here. Yeah. He was yeah, he was able, that's correct, Jordan. There, and you know, he would throw the pitch and he'd get the glove off the nub real quick and get it on his hand in case he needed to field it. Right. And if he had to field it, he would literally throw it up in the air, catch it with a drop his glove, catch it and throw players out. He was actually yeah. really good with it. Um, he was, I think I've got that somewhere. Let's see here. Jim Jordan Abbott. Bowman's right. He was in a boating accident years ago and got the rope around his leg and then it got in the prop and then it pulled him in. He had to have his leg amputated. He had like 22 surgeries and a month and a half or something. It was unbelievable. My gosh. Unbelievable. You remember but when was, the, you remember when the uh, Georgia uh, place kicker, about 10 years ago, got arrested for boating under the influence, Rob? Um, yeah, that was – I remember that. That was a long now time. Now they advanced the cars. That was Marshall <laughs> Morgan, the one who missed the uh, field goal against the Gamecocks back in 2014, and they ended up losing that game. Hey, Jackpot, check this out. This is, uh, this is from MLB.com, but this is Jim Abbott making uh, a, a double play. So check this out. Here he is. Going to set up here. Watch this. He's only got the nub there. Going to make the throw. Boom. Pop off. Boom. Yeah, I mean, Turn it, that it, double play yeah, with one on freaking, He was like the like the eighth wonder of the world. I mean, really. I mean, it was. Oh yeah, I forgot he played for the Yankees too. Played for a lot of teams, but look, yeah, look, look at this. Watch this. Boom. Boom. They got it over there. Boom. What are a catch. The, are they playing the Mets there? Uh, I don't know. It might be the Tigers. They look like the Mets. May have been. Yeah, that is. Maybe that is the Mets. So is that Jack when they played them in the World Series that time. Is that Lofton? Is that Kenny Lofton? There was no way he was still around when they That's played the Indians. Mets. That's the Indians. Okay. Yeah. Indians. Hold on. Look at the back of the jersey here. I think that's Lofton. It probably oh, was if it's the Indians. That's Lofton. Yeah. So you got Kenny Lofton to ground into a double play. Like one of the best, one of the most speedy outfielders ever. He got into a double play. Man, I bet Kenny Lofton caught some shit for that. Woof. Is Kenny Lofton a South Carolina man? No. No, but he played for the Atlanta Braves and was fast as fuck. Oh, yeah. And uh, had years where he got like 40 steals and he, he let old one arm, one arm throw him out. Do you remember when uh, Otis Nixon played for the Braves? Yep. Yeah, he was high on coke all the time. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say he was. He did a lot of cocaine and stuff. I'm not knocking him. Hey, you know if you're gonna. Do you remember Lonnie Smith that played for the Braves on the uh, World Series? That first World yeah, Series. Yeah, I do. Yeah, he yeah. was like a utility man. He played for like 20 different teams. Yeah. Yeah. He had a he had a house up here in Inman, South Carolina, about 30 minutes from here. Yeah, yeah. People know where it's at. It, where where it's at. I mean, I guess it's still there. I don't know if he lives there anymore or not. But uh, had like this long driveway, and yeah, they uh, like a, uh, not like a, it was like a gate at the end. It was like a like a gated ha community, but it was just a house. Yeah, that's so pretty cool. Jackpot. Switching gears here. South Carolina basketball team. I went to bed the other night. They had a 16-point lead, and I said, they got this. I woke up the next morning. 
Wait a minute. Are why are you going? Why are you, you going to, to bed? bed? You went to bed in the middle of the afternoon because that game was over at like five. Yeah, I was taking a nap. It's a... Oh. <laughs> so yeah, I was at that game. Um, are you concerned about this team or what? No, I think that there was a lot of distractions last week with the uh, with them talking about Lamont Paris, my head to Ohio State. You know, so and so is going to come after your coach. Blah blah blah. I think that I think that had something to do with it. And they and they don't play this week. They don't have a midweek game. You know, they're at Ole Miss on Saturday. It's a terrible team, so they should beat them and and get back on track. Okay. Now, if they lose Saturday, I'm going to be pissed. If they lose Saturday, they're dropping out of the top twenty-five. Oh, definitely. They've got to make a good showing. In the SEC tournament, they can't be do one and done. They've they've got to make a good showing, and be the first four in. At least, at worst, the first four in. So yeah. they got to hang on here down the stretch. And uh, uh, yeah, because like I said, there's a lot of teams that have good that, that have good wins and some good resumes. But you you got like uh, the way Rob was was telling them. I think there's like 34 or 36 conferences right. so every one of those teams the the whoever wins the tournament is going to make it to the round of 64 or 68 whatever you right. call them so i mean it only leaves so many at large spots yeah they can't afford to lose another game they really can't but and I mean, they've got they to make a good showing in the sec tournament even to solidify that if they stay strong yeah which uh, is something that they don't often do well this is well. Tennessee almost crapped the bed last night against Vanderbilt. Tennessee almost shit the bed. Um, yep, that's two games in a row where um, Mizzou. Yeah, Tennessee pissed me off last night too. I lost money on Tennessee. I mean, I thought that was a, easily was going to be a cover. A basketball, you never know. I mean, and they they uh, won by what, like three, five. Yeah, but they had I mean, they come out there and played their D game. I mean, it's. <laughs> They were flat. They didn't, but. And Missouri's horrible, but Mizzou's almost won two games. That, that Mizzou is now 0-15. Wow. And if you go look play, at their but schedule. They've almost won their last two games. If you go look at all those ales, you'd be surprised. They It's it's single digits. I mean, they were right there. You know, most you of think, them. They, they may be a team that goes into the SEC tournament and wins two games, though. Like they yeah. th that could happen for me, and I don't be like, oh, they're 0 15, Rob. But somebody could take them lightly and yep. they, they'll go in and they may win two games and they're not going to win the tournament, but they could they could hurt somebody's feelings, you know. Wow, so, Florida took Alabama to overtime tonight, and uh, you their, know, their coach looks like he uh he sells like like bad insurance. NATO. <laughs> Yeah. No, Gates. no, the uh, no, the Gates. coach for Florida. Uh, what is it, Mike? Oh, is it Lurch? Yeah, <laughs> he looks him like he's down. Him and his where him and his damn Air Jordans. Fuck him. Well, he looks like uh, he, he sells the insurance that, like, yeah, you'll be fully covered, but don't ask to get your blood pressure checked because that's going to cost you money. Yeah, I don't like <laughs> that. Guys. Um. George, uh, uh, Matthew Goldsmith says, Jackpot, do you remember Charlie O'Brien? I did, did. He played for the Braves, didn't he? 
Was he expansion? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Huh. So, anyway. Um, Who's yeah. South Carolina got left? Can you they pull got, it up right there, Ron? We got, we got Ole, Ole Miss. Miss. We're at Ole Miss. We got uh, Tennessee again at home. Uh, yep. We're at Mississippi State, and we got Florida. Mm. Yeah, there you go. That's tough. Huh? That's tough. Yep. Not easy. You got some work to do there a little bit. They got uh, the old, the, there's some, there, there's a, a couple of Gamecock fans on Twitter think that they're going to lose out. I'm not buying that. They're going to win at least two games. They should win at Ole Miss. They should win at Mississippi State. Um, Rob, they can't lose two more games. Well, I mean, they can't. They're ranked at 20. I, I, think they go, right I now. think they dropped that Tennessee game, but I think they win. Uh, I think they beat Florida. I think they win at Ole Miss and win at yeah. Mississippi State. You know, the one-point loss the other night's worse than the Auburn game to me. Yeah, but they had team. Yeah, they, they had no a- excuse losing to that LSU team. They've won – LSU's won seven SEC games in the past – this season and last yeah. – Gamecocks have nine SEC wins this season. You should Jerry have lost Wells that game. They done in tournament. That's not. That's fake news. They'll be in no, the they're tournament. not. Jerry Wells. They're not done in the tournament. That's not a given right now. When you're sitting at twentieth, uh, they've they've they need some help from other people, and they, then they got to take care of themselves. But I was watching some other. Gamecock things and listening and, and and they was talking about that play that that was a foul. No, you you don't blow a sixteen point lead and then blame it on a ref. I'm sorry. No, no. that's yeah, that's 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 what Should've I'm never saying. Happened. I don't I don't care that I watched that I was at that game. You know, I was just, we're just sitting oh, there right? just shooting the shit. We're I'm like, well, we're gonna blow this team out. Because I had actually placed money on it. I had LSU covering the spread. I, I thought we wouldn't play well. And I'm like, and then all of a sudden I look up and we're winning by five. I'm like, well, what the fuck is going on here with this bunch of bullshit? And, uh, and then before you know it, it was, and then, uh, yeah, but that that was a bullshit call. Oh, like yeah. With the, the held ball and the, the foul on that. There was a lot of contact there. But, you know, there's no excuse for losing a 16-point lead. You just don't. Yeah, that, you know, Auburn was just one of those nights. But, yeah, like I say, I turned the, the South Carolina game off when it was up by 16. I said, well, they got this. And then later on, I said, dang it. So, Lamont Paris, if they'll leave him alone there, he'll do fine. Like I said, he's – and the 2025, 2025 recruiting class, just like y'all talked about, he's, he's sitting in first with two two great picks right now, two great recruits. He may go to he may go to Ohio State, so they need to calm the hell down. Well, you know he's a he he was at Wisconsin when they went to the Final Four, and he's he's a Big Ten guy, so you know that's just like uh, when Tennessee the football coach had Lane Kiffin. That, that didn't make me mad when he left. He's from California. He's a Southern Cal guy. And think about it, Southern Cal in Tennessee. That's not, that's not a bit, That's not a hard decision. He but went you home. Were, you weren't one of the people out there decorating that rock no. with uh, expletives? No. 
I don't blame the guy. He went home. I, I got nothing. Yeah, but I mean, someone, I mean, Tennessee, pretty good job. I mean, well, later on now, he has commented that it was the biggest mistake he made, but that's hindsight. But I, he, he, He's from Southern Cal. He well, played that it. was because he got fired. At USC. You know, uh, so him leaving there was, it didn't bother me. He was just, they hired, they was looking for somebody when they hired him. I mean, that's been our ju, ju, uh, MO for the last 24 hours a week. Did you we'll know find that his somebody dad, else. Did you know that his dad used to be the uh, head coach at NC State back in the early 80s? You know, his dad is the famous defense coordinator but that invented the cover two, Kiffin cover two, mm -hmm. and the pro football. Yeah. So a lot of people don't know, but his dad was with him at Tennessee. So His dad was with yeah. him at Southern Cal, too. So Yeah. But it's uh, embarrassing. Yeah. It's embarrassing when you go to get on the team plane and they said, you you need to stay off the plane. <laughs> you, know, you ever heard the story of that? The um, – the, that uh, Kiffin, they hired him as, as head coach at NC State in, like, I think it was 1980. Uh, mm -hmm. but the, the, the coach at, at NC State, he, he, he had, had won the, the ACC championship, and then um, he got hired at LSU. And uh, he was in, like, a like a DC-10 or some kind of small plane, and his name was Bo Ryan. And he never coached a game at LSU because he was on a recruiting trip like a month into his uh, after getting hired, and uh, like something fucked up with the plane and the 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 pressure in it just like took this plane like off course like wow. eight hundred miles. Did you ever heard about that story, Rob? I've never heard it. No. Yeah. No. Well, anyway, yeah. Look it up. Well, Boat Ryan's plane it it, it flew off course from Louisiana, like all the way across the the Eastern United States and ended up like wow. disintegrating and just crashing somewhere out over the Atlantic. But they said it, that but he, the, the best years he had were in Raleigh when he coached NC State. And they said that it was weird because the way that the, the I guess the, the aeronautic space people figured yeah. it was that his plane when it was flying off course that it would have went right over the top of North Carolina heading huh. out over the Atlantic Ocean and they said it was almost like he was flying over to say goodbye it's it a sad story yeah um, only two yeah, I they, remember is Marshall and then in the 70s when I was in high school or 70 Evansville University <laughs> tragic Crash. The uh, Wichita State's football team uh, uh, had a plane oh, crash yeah. too. That's true. Um, but yeah, uh, that a lot of people don't know that story about the the Bo Ryan thing. Oh. Um, but yeah, and anyway, uh, they had hired Kiffin there at, at NC State. But speaking Who's of NC golfer? State too, can we get on uh, another uh, subject a little bit more, uh, not so morbid? Talking about right. NC State and coaches. So uh, uh, our, our Gamecock buddy, Twisted Rooster, called me out on Monday. Well, I've seen that too. Yeah, um, with my uh, my take about Dave Doran. Uh, about, about, <laughs> first of all, 
I didn't say back the Brinks truck up back in 2020 and hire Dave Doran. I said if you got rid of Shane Beamer now, you might want to back the Brinks truck up. And look, I stand by that. And but Twisted Rooster said it was it was silly because he said first that Dave Doran was a dick. Okay, what good head coach is not a dick? I mean, there, there's not a lot of nice guys. There you go, game caught Chuck. He's right, Payne Stewart. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, and then um, second off, um, look, uh, you know, right now, um, not undoed anything Shane Beamer's done. Uh, this is not one of the premier jobs in the SEC. Yeah, it's not like we we can just go out and and cherry pick, you know, our choice of head coach. Right. Yeah, and I understand he's only he's only won eight or nine games at NC State. He's won. He's had. He's been there for eleven years. Had two losing seasons at NC State, a place that routinely had losing seasons all the time before he mm -hmm. came there. You, one could argue that you know everybody talks about Mark Stoops and how he's you know built uh, you know Kentucky. He's he's done. What is it they say about Mark Stoops? He's done the most with less at Kentucky. Yep. I mean, one could argue the same thing about Dave Doran at NC State, but nobody does. I, Jeff, I, I, I don't mean to disagree with you, but uh, you're Shane Beamer's a top 16 coach in the SEC. So we, we just, you know. He's a top 16. There's only 16 coaches in the SEC. <laughs> Rob's making a funny. Oh, hey, God. if you used to lay if you used to lay Dave Doran's resume down, forget the personality <laughs> thing, and Shane Beamer's down right now, and you're going to hire and your athletic director, who are you hiring? Who uh, you hiring? Well, I think you eat a bullet and then hope they get another athletic director to make that decision. Yeah. You're gonna hire you're gonna hire a resume. You're gonna hire somebody with a resume. Shane Beamer doesn't have a resume. I'm sorry. I, you know, this is going to piss off some Gamecock fans. I think they got Shane Beamer, and it was a cost-cutting move. He wanted to be there. They were on the hook paying the former bitch that was there. They got Beamer at a discount, and I think that that was the way that it just worked out that way. I definitely it, it, think it was. was, it was you're, not, you're not lying. It was a bargain basement hire. It, it was it was a bargain basement hire. Yeah, I'm it, saying it right was. now in the state of South Carolina, the Coastal Carolina coach has a better resume than he Shane does. Beamer. See, he had there was some stuff that happened with him at Charleston Southern where he you're he talking about. Oh well, he's there. not at Coastal Carolina anymore, but he's okay. at Liberty now. But the, here's well, the there thing: you go. look, South Carolina, if they hired him and he brought in that gimmick offense that Willie Corn puts together. Uh, South Carolina would be competitive from the rip. They would, they'd win eight games this first year, regardless of what happened. If they could keep the current roster there, they'd win eight games off the rip, just because they they would they'd have something that South Carolina hasn't had in a while, and that is we are going this direction. We're going to go and run this offense. That's who we are. Yeah. They don't have that now. Is South Carolina a power running team? No. Are they a spread it out and throw the ball team? No. They don't know what the fuck they are right now. And that's yeah, how the no, there's no identity. And that's been a problem for a long time. Uh, Jay Whit over in the comment section says also nobody wanted the job. That's, that's not, not true. true. You, had, you, you had a coach at Louisville who lied about going to interview for it. 
A D1 South coach Carolina is not South Carolina is not the Vanderbilt of the conference. There are people that want that job. If you take all the labels off and just you blindfold a yeah. coach and bring him in and just let him see the facilities that they have, which I think are top five in the conference, the stuff that they've done to the stadium, and the fact that there are a lot of people that are like Kale, that they're going to pack 80,000 motherfuckers into that stadium, regardless if they're 11-0 and 0 or 0-11. They've got a dedicated fan base of dummies that are going to show up. I say dummies because they've been getting kicked in the man pussy for years, and these people keep showing up. Well, so the thought that's, that no one wants to go to South Carolina, that's laughable. Absolutely yeah, laughable. Seriously, Scott Satterfield lied about it. He lied about going down there and interviewing. Look, no, I didn't do that. And look, then Kirk, when he didn't get Kirk when they smart. didn't offer him the job, he told somebody, uh, well, I didn't really want that job. I just interviewed for it because my family lives in – in Winston Salem, and, and my mom and dad wanted me to, to to try to get a job closer to home. Yeah, right, Scott. Kirby Smart had a handshake deal to take the South Carolina job. Georgia found out and fired Mark Rick to get him. That's yeah. real. That shit yeah. happened. You could have yeah. had Kirby Smart at South Carolina. So this logic that oh nobody wants that job. I want uh, South he'd Carolina. Probably, he'd have probably done been fired from here by now. He he would have been better than that must bitch. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah. But no, uh, the idea that nobody wants that job, that that's kind of comical. And the, Sean, I don't know Sean Elliott like, would have been better at the time. That that would have been a absolutely. better hire than the bus champ. Do you think they brought Sean Elliott in? If things go, if things go off the if, if they go off the rails here, I no. predict they did. No, I, I I think that Sean Elliott was looking around and thinking Sean Elliott actually, all these players. He called he, him. Yeah, Sean like, Elliott called and inquired about the job. Actually, yeah. that yeah. he says he wanted to get there because something I didn't know um, that his entire family still lives in Columbia and he was just like working. Oh, he, in his family, his family lives in Camden, so which is yeah. like. You know, a, a twenty-minute ride to Columbia. Well, I know, I know his parents do, but his, but yeah. his, his wife and and kids were living in Columbia. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess that's because the kids were in school or something. I didn't want to leave, um, but yeah, he's been down at Georgia State for a while. So, what was Duke's coach name? It was the offensive coordinator at Tennessee when they won the Natty. Uh, Duke's coach the. The one before uh, this, the the professor, right? yeah, Cutcliffe. Uh, there you go, David Cutcliffe. Yeah, he lives in he lives in uh, his family and his homes in Knoxville, and when they, he wouldn't dare take that job because the fan base around here is idiots. You know, they 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 won't leave people alone. That's yeah. just like this crap with Lamont Paris. They need to leave this man alone. If he decides to go to Big Ten to a coach, be a head coach at Ohio State, so may it be. All you have to do, and I'm not being funny, South Carolina, Ohio State. All you got to do is is weigh it, you know. Unless South I, Carolina, I don't well, think see, South I, Carolina I'm, could double I'm, if they already keep you. I'm a simple bastard, and if I had the choice of going up there in that bone chilling cold with those motherfuckers with the O and everything else, fuck that. You can have it. Well, I'd, rather, I'd rather coach at Presbyterian. Fuck mm -hmm. that oh. There's, there's, you know. It, I ain't going anywhere to be cold, though. I, I ain't my well, thing. their gym's inside, so I'm sure they got heaters. <laughs> yeah. 
I was yeah. stationed a mine out in North Dakota. Yeah, you get you gotta, to it. You, well, you got to walk your ass to the dam. You got to walk your ass to the gym. Well, they, yeah, also, they, they don't have any basketball out. tradition. They don't have any basketball tradition there. When's the last time they went to the Final Four? They went to the Final Four when they had that big goofball. Uh, yeah. They had a, it was like it was 2004 there. or something. I don't know. They, they, yeah, they the other guy, the guard. Lot, the guard. Lot, lot longer ago the than guard. 2017. Oh yeah. Well, that's true, but you know, I I don't know. I just I, I don't understand though. Getting back to the Gamecocks, why they've been. Thank you, Gamecock Chuck. Is Greg Odin the big goofy bastard? There you go. Um. No, I mean, uh, but I don't understand why South Carolina is not better at football than they are. It's not an issue of money. It's not an issue of fan base. It's not an issue. What do you of think college. it is? You can. Now, I lived in Sumter know. for a it's few coaching. years. I lived in Sumter. And I'm very familiar well, with South Carolina sports. Well, I, I also look. Jackpot says it's coaching, but I also think it's 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 part of the the structure there. Where look, anybody ever seen Steve Spurrier back down to anybody? No. Think about it. All right, Steve Spurrier back down to the administration in South Carolina over stuff with the Confederate flag. I'm not going to sit here and have the debate about the Confederate flag. I'm just saying that Spurrier said at one point that flag shouldn't be flying at the state house. And then Spurrier had to walk back. It's the only time I've ever seen Steve Spurrier walk back anything and said, you know, I didn't know the tradition of the Confederate flag and everything else. He had to walk that back and then still go out and try to recruit black athletes, yeah. which is hard, I, I, you know, yeah. hard. They made Steve Spurrier backpedal. So you have some stupid son of a bitches in that damn athletic office and within that administration that puts coaches into positions that they don't need to be right. um that they don't need to be in. The only and one Spurrier that, shouldn't uh, said anything either. He should have just Spur- left You're that exactly alone. right. But the point is, is that when Spurrier Spurrier's never not said anything. Yeah. Think about that. He's yeah. he doesn't give a shit. He's gonna say stuff. The only one that they haven't messed with is Don Staley, who's one of the wokest of woke coaches, yep. and she'll tell them to go fuck off, and she's going to win anyway and pack that arena with people. They've left her alone, and she wins. They need to do the same thing with the football mm-hmm. program. Let a coach well, come can, in, give the program an identity. I can say one, one better than that a few years ago when Tennessee first started looking their coaches in the early, you know, when they was needing a coach. Yeah, Charlie Strong was 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 coming to Tennessee until the idiots around here found out he was married to a white woman. Oh my God! And they balked on it. Charlie Strong. They had Charlie Strong at his at his at his best. They had Charlie Strong coming here. That's just like they ran off. uh, Oh man, I'm losing my mind. Game caught Chuck knows uh, the coach here knows. So we're supposed no, to hire Shiano was never there. No, he never. That, they were, well, they were that wasn't going to hire him, though, and then they, they yeah. kind of ramrodded The that. basketball coach, uh, I forgot what his name was. Alonzo Martin. Yeah, he 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 took him to 16, and they ran him off. So, yeah, but he's a dope, though. He wasn't really that good of a yeah. coach. I'm trying to be nice, Rob. He wasn't a good coach. It, was, it yeah. wasn't an issue of, like, color. He just couldn't coach. He went to Mizzou and had the world there and had NBA players and wasn't worth a fuck. So, you know. Big Barney Ross in the comment section says, South Carolina needs to grab the bull by the horns 
the other end is too gross. Thank you very much. It's true. By the way, Big Barney Ross has an issue that uh, maybe he can bring it up on the uh, the Kentucky Blue Balls channel where for some reason it looks like his cows are fucking the deers on his on his land up there. Um, he posted a picture of, of uh, this, this deer that looks like it's half cow. I don't know what's going on up there. Billy, uh, uh, Chris, Chris, your uh, Tennessee uh, – uh, teammate right. in the fan base there uh, wants to. Uh, I can't even think he here. He has, he, he says that's not true. Um, that uh, Charlie Strong decided to stay at Louisville because Bridgewater was coming back. Yeah, I don't know about that. I do know Conrad Holloway was the quarterback in the early seventies, the first black quarterback in the SEC, and he got hate mail from these idiot fans around here. But sure I think did. that happens. Look, I think that happens everywhere. I, yeah. I'm, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to whitewash it or say that it's just well, the no. Tennessee folks or whatever. But there are hate letters that are all over the place. I've been to football games around the entire SEC, and there's there's comments and bullshit that's said everywhere. But the 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 great part about that, and and I believe this, is that. A lot of those people that are saying those things don't go to games anymore. Yeah. I mean, that's just the way that it is. And, you know, a lot of that stuff's going away simply because either A, they're dying off or they're just, they're just not yeah, saying Yeah, I think that's, that's it, basically. Uh, the, the bit more bigoted people are, they're, they're, they're dying off or they're, they're becoming so senile. They don't, they don't really get out like that anymore. Yeah. So there's that. I don't know. So, 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 Sean Elliott, if if you don't think if uh, things go uh, tango uniform, Rob knows what that means. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Sean Elliott would slide in. I don't think that they brought <clears throat> Sean Elliott in to you know, be like a coach in waiting. I, I don't think that, I mean, I think it's just because it's, you know, like Jackpot was saying, his family's here and the guy's from, from Camden, which is right down the road. And he's going to make, I don't know what they're paying him, but he had all of his players that he developed ended up going to other programs. So with the transfer portal and all that, he's sitting there looking around like, why do I have to put all this work and sweat? And yeah, I mean, he had a, he had a really good wide receiver down there last year and, he up his transfer portal goes to Auburn. Had a good right. running back Marcus Carroll that they develop. Uh, he goes to play for the Dork at Missouri. I mean, well, that's the transfer portal. They, you know, you know that. Well, we can talk about right, that. But, that's going to happen to everybody. The point is, is that yeah, uh, but, but I mean, that, that's I think fun, about but, like how hard it is to recruit decent yeah. players to come to Georgia State when you're competing against Georgia and Georgia Tech, and then you've got. Uh, 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 Auburn is not very far away. It's basically in Georgia. Um, yeah. you know, you're, you're, you're picking up a lot of leftovers there and yeah. you're and he's still able to recruit at a decent level. And then they, they up and leave him after he develops them. Yeah. It got to be a little bit disheartening. Well, that's, that's, that's <clears throat> what's wrong with the transfer. But these kids go someplace, some no name school or low level school, have a great year. Look what South Carolina picked up. Look what South Carolina's coming in. Meak well, champion this look and Meak champion that. Wait a minute. Hold on. Look what's look what left South Carolina. Can we talk about that? Yeah. Where you had 
Uh, you had some players that made big plays at other Power Five programs that at one point wore the damn Gamecock uniform. Imagine the South Carolina team last year with all those guys on that team. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a fair thing to think about, you know? It, it's sort well, of like yeah, but the with- none of them played offensive line, Rob. <laughs> That didn't matter. I mean, you had you had some of those guys that could uh, could still make a difference, but I don't know. They wouldn't have made a heck of a lot without the offensive line. That's fair. But hey, I mean, you you get what I'm saying. Yeah. But I mean, South Carolina's picked up some players too. This kid, this uh, this um, Mario uh, Anderson. Yeah, this young man. Ah, his name's escaping me. How about Juice Wells? This Howell Howell kid from South Carolina State. This kid, this kid was a fucking star as a freshman at South Carolina State. Imagine what he would be there this year. Uh, Probably all conference preseason selection down there. And then he's coming to South Carolina. He's probably going to be at best a damn third stringer. They better give this kid some carries. He, well, well, I don't think he come up there to, to, to sit on the bench. That's well, look, and people talk about R- Rocket Sanders doing his thing up there. Uh, if Rocket Sanders comes and he has his uh, he, he has his head up his ass a little bit, the young man down there from the MEAC may run over his ass, and Rocket Sanders will be on the bench talking about his vagina hurts and he's got to leave. I think the, the kid, it, I think the kid from, from North Texas might be the best one out of the bunch. And then the the South Carolina State kid. I I don't I don't know about Rocket Sanders. I, I just I'm really I'm I'm nervous about. Yeah, he had that one really good season. And he was hurt all last year. Right. That's the last right. thing we need. Billy, so, let me let uh, I got I got to bring Chris in before we get out of here. What you got left, buddy? Oh, that's all. I was just going to ask is is the uh, the uh, track star the the good wide receiver? Is he still there? He didn't leave. Barber. Yeah. yeah, Harvard. He's still there. Yeah, he's still there. I'm somebody. I'm surprised somebody didn't slip him some McDonald's bags. So, <laughs> well, I, I mean, be honest with you, he wasn't all that impressive. Well, yeah, that's true too. All right, thanks. Well, guys. I mean, would you, I, would you agree with that, Rob? I mean, somebody. I was babbling back and forth some Maryland douchebag on Twitter about. Him, they were like, y'all came in and poached Nick and didn't do shit with him. Well, Hell, the motherfucker dropped every damn thing they threw to him. Well, I, I, and I, I sound like I'm being weird here, but Mike Muse from Callaway said he's cross-eyed. Like we saw, he's actually cross-eyed. I'm not yeah, mocking he, the kid. I'm just saying maybe that has affects his ability to see the ball. Who knows? Uh, Chris, welcome to the program. He needs glasses. He need, yeah. he's got he's got that Bojangles money. I don't think McDonald's money is going to pull him away. But uh, no, but Bojangles can't get their fucking chicken right. They may mess up his nil. <laughs> but uh, no, my thing with Harbor. Whenever everybody was after him, if you watch, I mean, he's a track star. But if you watch his track run, he he gets all his speed at the top end, and that's just not how football works. I mean, it, you got to come out your you got to come out the stocks as as fat as the fast you're going to be. And he's kind of a slow starter, and he gets all his speed in the top end. And I think he'll be a great track athlete. I think he'll probably win an SEC championship or two for for South Carolina. I don't know about the football field, but no, 
I don't know. Everybody's mad. Nick Saban, dang, doing an interview with Chris Lowe, griping about, literally griping about collectives the day after, like, the the kid from Michigan got announced by Alabama's collective before Hayes Fawcett or any Matt Zenith or anybody announced it like they announced it. Like, how are you going to gripe about collectives in the school that you're fighting for? Is using the collective just as much as everybody else. It just it blows my mind. It, it, Respectfully, Nick Saban's retired and he's earned the right to say whatever the fuck he wants. That's fine, but I mean, if you he he literally said he's running from the sport because it's changing and all this stuff is happening because he wanted to keep the sport indentured servitude for as long as he could because, like I've said before, fifty thousand dollars in a Hellcat got you a five star quarterback. It don't do that anymore. Every hey. quarterback they've wanted. Every quarterback they've wanted the last since NIL got introduced has went somewhere else. They wanted Arch Manning somewhere else. Nico Imaleva somewhere else. They wanted uh, uh, Bryce Underwood. He's committed to LSU. They wanted uh, Greg Ma- um, George McIntyre. He's in Tennessee. They're not getting five-star quarterbacks anymore because a Hellcat ain't going to pull it. Getting their daddy a job in Birmingham ain't going to do it. And so you look, think what you're saying kind of being kind of a hypocrite. I think if you're going to sit there, if you want, if you want to kill collective, start with the one that's got an office down the hall from you. Don't sit there and say collectives need to die when your collective just got you the best safety in the transfer portal behind Caleb Downs. You lost Caleb Downs and you got the second best safety because of your collective, but collectives need to die. Sir, he, like, he, doesn't, have, he doesn't have a collective. He doesn't need one for the game day. He set. works down the hall from it. Then get your office out of Alabama. If you got a problem with how Alabama's running shit. To get your office out of Alabama, get completely disconnected from Alabama. He won't do it. He's not employed though. They're not giving him a check anymore. They literally they? said he's got an. He is employed. He's a. He's. A, he's. He's a advisor to the G. Uh, the DA or the AD. So he's getting a paycheck from the University of Alabama. Yes, he's getting a paycheck, and he has an office in Bryant Denny Stadium. That's what they said at his retirement. Well, he's earned. He's earned that. He won all those national titles, and he can. Say and that, he I'm not saying that's. I'm not saying that's. He didn't earn it. I'm saying if you have a problem with how if you have a problem with how everybody else is doing something, start organize your own shit before you start judging everybody else. It's just like it pisses me off that Georgia fans were like, "Well, Tennessee, Georgia don't pay a." Rusty Manziel literally tweeted out Kirby Smart, one of Kirby Smart's best friends, one of the biggest Georgia writers, tweets out, "This is what NIL was meant for: fifth-year players getting a Lamborghini." Okay, that's fine. A week later, he's bragging, he, or he's talking about how. Well, we had a competitive offer to Mike Matthews to keep him from going to Tennessee. Mike Matthews is a high school player. I thought y'all didn't give money to high school players, bro. Like, is it one way or the other? You can't sit there and say Tennessee deserves a death penalty for paying a high school player all this money when you're doing the same thing. That's my only issue. If you want to fix the the sport, start with your own team. Don't come after mine. So you're upset that he's kind of picking at Tennessee is what you're going after. Is that, is that what you're saying? Did you mute? You muted yourself, sir. But, yeah, like, I don't know. I didn't mute you now. You no, 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 you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. I did. I was talking to somebody real quick. But, uh, no, like, I get it. Like, everybody's mad that if their school doesn't get a guy and it's always NIL, they offered more than we did. Well, maybe Mike Matthews didn't want to go to Georgia because every Georgia's got one wide receiver in the league. And he's literally <laughs> griping about his – his OC and his and his quarterback every week. He's he's one of the worst teammates in the league. Maybe that's what kids don't want to go to Georgia to be wide receiver. 
Maybe they don't want to see the tight end get all their reception. Maybe it's not money. But every time they lose a kid, it's, oh, well, you just gave them more money than we did. Well, isn't that, doesn't every fan base do that, though? But why do people have a problem with that? See, the thing is, is nobody had a problem. Nobody ever wanted to put caps on coaching salaries. Nobody ever wanted to say coaches can only have this many assistants. Nobody ever wanted to say you can only spend this much a year on facilities. But the moment the money starts going to the kids, the ones who are actually the fucking, the, 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 the reason that people are coming to the stadium, everybody's, oh, we got to put a cap on this, bro. We can't let these kids make all this money. That's insane. Well, I, I mean, that's, we can go down that road too, but I think that something had to be done. I mean, you can still go to the Russell house, which is the, the Gamecock bookstore on campus and buy a Jadavion Clowney jersey now. And Clowney's not getting one penny of that. So, I mean, there's something needs to be said for that. But I'm also in the camp of, I don't know what the happy medium is, but the idea that, um, you know, this whole thing of what they were getting, what they were getting before isn't, wasn't even worthy of what they were doing. That That's obviously from someone who's never had to pay student loans. We're still paying my wife's student loans now. Okay. And the idea that you get a free education out of it, that's $250,000. That's pretty impressive. The fact that you get a stipend and you get tutors so, to help you and everything else. So you the get, idea that that's free is just stupid to me. I mean, I get all that for, I know people that I know people that did three years in the Navy being SIQ for, for, for about 24 months of that. They get their education. They, their education. they, they didn't do anything. But I'm just saying like, okay, if you want to, if you want to have the kids go back to getting their education, getting housing and food, then why don't we pay the coaches that way? If you want to pay a kid $60,000 a year, take whatever the tuition is. That's the most the coach can make at a school. Whatever a school's tuition is, that's what the coach can make. That's ridiculous. That sounds insane, right? No, but the, it's, I think that you should, I believe in, in the free market and what a coach can bring you is what what his value is. I then mean, why does that not apply to the players too, though? Because they're I, we don't know what the value of the player is. You can bring in you're worth whatever like, you're worth whatever somebody says you're worth, man. If, 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 if Nico fails out, Nico got we'll say Nico gets his eight million dollars. If he busts out, is there somebody else going to give another quarterback eight million dollars for a minute? Probably not. Quinn Ewers got over a million dollars to go to Ohio State and sit on his ass and do nothing. That was a Topps deal. That wasn't even an Ohio State deal. He signed a deal with Topps trading card. That That's where that deal. It's still, it's still an NIL deal where he got a shit ton of money to do nothing. And do you know DJU got a shit uh, big deal to to uh, yeah, sponsor or to to advertise Dr Pepper? I guarantee you, Dr Pepper's not coming to another unproven quarterback to. To be their spokesman again, that's, the market will correct itself if you let it. They won't let it, or they don't want to let it. They're probably going to have to. What you what you just said though was that coaches shouldn't make but X amount of money and a cap on them. That's not free market. I agree. I I don't have a problem with free market, bro. I am libertarian as they come. I believe in the free market wholeheartedly. But I believe that if you're going to sit here and cap what a kid can make, you got to cap what a coach can make too, because that's the only way it's going to be fair. Fair to who? Coach is an employee. To everyone. If you want to make the kids an employee, that's fine too. But if you're going to cap what an employee makes, you have to cap all of them. It's just crazy. It's all. It's. 
it, it's it's all a mess. I think they should get yeah. something. They wouldn't. They would if you count to what they could make. They'd be an employee, but you can't be an employee if you're a student. I mean, a lot of states have cap. Like the the state of Mississippi, a a, a public employee, the most a public employee can make is 500k. Lane Kiffin's technical salary is 500k a year. The other seven and a half million or whatever comes from a booster pool. That's how they get paid. So they are capped, but that's basically like if a kid gets paid sixty thousand dollars a year to play football at the University of South Carolina, and what's going to stop Bojangles? Their their vice president of marketing, she's a South Carolina grad. What's going to keep her being like? Well, I want South Carolina to be good, so we're going to pay every kid that comes to South Carolina a hundred k on top of the sixty k they're already making. You can't cap nil. That'd be like telling Tom Brady, yeah, you you, you got a salary cap to play for the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but you're only allowed to make this much from Nike or Under Armour or whoever. You can't do that. He can make a billion dollars from them if you want. I think the thing is, though, is that you're piping all this money to these kids, and the idea that it should be cat. I understand it on this front. We don't know how good these players are going to be. Arch Manning hasn't been, hasn't done shit at Texas. Let's just be honest. We use him as an example. Roscoe Crosby at Clemson. We can go up and down the field, up and down the line, and everything else. You don't know how great these guys are going to be. You are counting on the coaches that you're paying an absurd amount of money for to evaluate this talent and say they can come in and make a difference. That's why the coaches should be played at a higher level over whatever these players are doing because they're coming in as boys and they have to be turned into men. That's what the coaches do. So it's a completely different. You're comparing apples to kumquats. What if a coach? So if a coach does great at uh, a Mac school, a coach is great at a Mac school, and then he goes to, he's not proven as a Power Five head coach. So okay. that would well, be no different than saying he your, doesn't deserve any money until he proves director. he can do it on a Power Five level. That comes back to your athletic director and his ability to co uh, to figure out if a coach is yeah, worthy. You have to pay him or somebody else is going to. Uh, is, but how is that not the same with athletes? If a kid is a stud in high school, what makes you think he's not worth the money he to can, possibly be a stud be in college? He could be a stud in high school, but that doesn't mean that he's going to be a stud at the college level. You have and to it's be It's the developed. same with coaching. You could be a stud at MAC, but it doesn't mean you're going to be a stud in the SEC. It's no different. Look, you're, you're worth whatever anybody says you're worth. The best X's and O's coaches at Wake Forest with Dave Clawson. He can't get away from there. It's the same theory with that. I mean, he should be getting the most money in the country just as far as what people say that he is as far as an X's and O's coach, but it, there's more to it than that. Right. Like so, I said, your, your value is whatever people say you are. People think Tennessee didn't – Tennessee – if Tennessee yeah, there, gave there's, there's a high that comes with a lot of these kids where they're built up where, oh, my God, this is a five-star player, but then he commits to South Carolina. Now he's a four-star player. Because we're a suck dick magazine that says that if you don't go to Georgia, Tennessee, or Alabama, then you're fucking dumb and we're deducting a star. So that kid's NIL value goes down simply because some fat-ass writer decides, oh, I know football, and I've determined that he's a four-star player, which happens every single year. So you're determining their value because some fat fuck like me says that he's a four-star player, even though a couple weeks ago when there was a well, hint that he's going to go to Alabama, that he was great. It's, I don't think stars matter. Nico got $8 million because Tennessee didn't just come out and throw the first bid down and say it was $8 million. If, if he was getting offered $8 million, that's because somebody else was offering seven. 
the the highest pay the highest offered or the highest contract signed that we know of really so worth, far I mean, was thirteen really million dollars for a mid tier dollars. Is he really worth eight million dollars? I mean, we'll see. Is. It depends on what he brings to the school. If he brings a, a playoff berth, then yeah, he's absolutely worth eight million dollars. Or he could play. He could play eight games this season and not and basically decide, fuck it, I don't want to play anymore and walk away. He, I mean, he could. He could, he and could. that's where the market corrects itself, man. It's like DJ. It's like DJU with Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper said, "This is the next big thing. We need to get on him soon before Coca-Cola or Pepsi or whoever gets on him. We need to sign him." And then he shit the bed. And Dr. Pepper's like, "Maybe we should get an established person next time." And that's what they've done. They went and got Caleb Williams this time after he had a good year. After he won a Heisman, not well, DJU before he did Heisman. It. So yeah, you're, you're you're right about that to an extent. But oh, my oh, thing oh, is, is the highest paid quarterback or the highest contract that we know about went to freaking Jaden Rashada, who was a mid tier four star that went to Florida. He got thirteen million dollars. Our five star only got eight. You're worth whatever people say you're worth. If if it gets to the end of the line and there's very few quarterbacks left, then these quarterbacks are going to be able to demand more money because Florida is going to be desperate. Hey. Hey man, we need a quarterback. Come to us. How much is 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 Arizona State offering you? Ten million. All right, we'll give you thirteen. All right, man, I'll come there. Not that's change what the subject, Rob. But uh, LSU decided maybe they're not going to shit the bed, and uh, they're oh, currently God, beating not. Kentucky. Burr, burr, burr. Big Big but, Barney Ross is going to be. There's going to be a, a great Big Barney Ross video if that happens. What a yeah, that, I, I wish I wish Bluegrass would get back to making videos, but it's a good argument with you guys. I love you guys. Uh, love coming right, on Chris. and with you a little bit. I'll talk to you Sunday you if, I, if I get on. All right, see you. Have a good day. I, I don't. I, I think that, and I'm not. I'm not trying I to. I think shit the ship has sailed on Kentucky basketball. I think Calipari is a fraud. I think they're paying him a shit ton of money to be a fucking idiot. Yeah, it only took him 15 years to figure it out. I, I'll tell you what, this may be a controversial statement, but I'd rather have Paris. If you told me I could start my program today and I could hire whatever SEC coach I wanted, I would take Paris first over Calipari. Yeah, 66-64 right now, LSU. I'd probably take, I'd probably take Bruce Pearl after that because I want a coach that cheats. So it would be Paris and then I'd well, have you can get Rick Pitino. Well, no, never mind. And then I would have Rick Pitino is uh, getting getting St. John's up off the mat. Yeah, I, and then I'd have uh, I'd have uh, the Tennessee coach. Like Calipari would be a top. Like he might get in the six or seven range. Did you he's, see the game against scared. Mizzou? He was pissed last night. Who Rick Barnes? Oh, Rick Barnes. He looked yeah. like he was about to blow a gasket there at the end of that game. My favorite Rick Barnes story is when he was at Clemson when they were playing North Carolina and the refs fucked us up there. And they called so many tic-tac fouls that we only had four players left. So Matthew says, I'd pick, I'd pick Paris number one. Just saying, number one will be Paris for me. I mean, Paris and Pearl, 1A and 1B. I don't think Paris cheats. So I know Pearl's going to cheat. He's a cheating some bitch. So I'd have one A, one B there. So over Calipari in a second. In a second. Because Calipari's the shits. Jackpot, this is the longest show we've ever done. I think I'm ready to go to bed. So you anything else you want to throw out there? Sleeping's for wimps. <laughs> no, just kidding. No, uh, that's about it. Um, you know, what, what, what we got coming up this week, this weekend. So Gamecocks play uh, Old Piss. And then 
Clemson has, let's see here. Oh, there's like three minutes to go. We can watch the end of this Kentucky game. Clemson will play. Clemson won by 24 tonight over Georgia Tech. Uh, let's see here. Clemson will play. Where does Clemson play? They play really, Florida State at home. Clemson really shit. That shit to bed Saturday too. Um, yeah, with NC State, they shouldn't have lost that game. But yeah, Clemson's got Florida State and then Pitt, and then they play Notre Dame. Notre Dame and Louisville played earlier this earlier tonight. Jackpot. Talk about two shit teams. That was the the battle. Notre Dame's that was the actually won a few games. What, what is I mean, Notre like, they're not as bad as they as, as like I thought they were going to be. I guess they're not as bad. Like no, Notre Dame lost to the Citadel. I'm just saying. I'm not knocking the Citadel, but Notre Dame's won five ACC games. Louisville's won three ACC games. Yeah, was, I mean, would you think that a team that lost to the Citadel would would it would win five games in the ACC? Um, probably not. Very, very true, sir. But man, Louisville is just the shits. What what a shit! Yeah, I mean, that, I don't know. Great. That program just really went down the shitter. What a mess! Who's their All coach? Right. Uh, Big Barney Ross. Who's their coach? I don't know who their coach Not is. Not for long. Whoever he, but he, he I, he's he's well thought of. Who is it? Um, I don't know who their coach is. Not, not for long. They've won like six games. Yeah, so look at their their I'm looking at their schedule here. Here are their they only have like eight wins. They Kenny beat Payne. Yeah, Kenny Payne. They beat UMBC 94-93. Oh god. They lost to the Choo Choo's at Chattanooga. Uh they Tonight. beat Coppin State. Yeah, they they the, the snake there. They beat them by they they lost the snake by 10. Oh, they did beat Coppin State, which mm, well, South Carolina right. can't do it. So that's what I'm saying. The last time Coppin State played South Carolina, Coppin State got in that ass. Yeah, uh, Texas, they lost to Texas by a point. Lost to Indiana by eight. They did beat New Mexico State. They beat Bellarmine. 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 Yeah, that's in Louisville too. Oh, okay. Well, they beat them by five. So I guess that's the battle for the city. Lost to Virginia Tech. They lost to DePaul and Arkansas they, they State. They beat somebody no one's ever heard of, but jackpot. <laughs> Who is Arkansas? I mean, Arkansas State, they lost to them by, by fucking 12. That's where Butch Jones coaches football. Yeah. Uh, they lost Pepperdine. to them by 12? Yeah, they did. Holy they shit. beat Pepperdine by 22, so that's good. Uh, lost to Kentucky, lost to Virginia, lost to Pitt. They did beat Miami at Miami. That game makes no sense. And then they went through the ACC crush here, losing to NC State, North Carolina, Wake Forest, Duke, Virginia, and Clemson. They beat Florida State. They beat Georgia Tech. Um, and they didn't. Uh, they lost to Syracuse by two. So they've been competitive, I guess. But they lost Pepperdine. by twenty-two tonight. Pepperdine is the 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 t- they're the waves, right? Yeah, the Pepperdine Pepper- waves. Yeah, they're they're famous um, for they were uh, that in that um, ah that thirty for thirty on the NC State team that won the national championship. Yeah, that had won. I mean, they lost. I mean, they were like twenty one and ten or something going into the NCAA tournament. They won the ACC tournament on like some miracle. 
And like I remember them, they played Pepperdine in the like the second round of the tournament or whatever. And like it, it was like it was like this. Just, I don't remember. It's just like the biggest miracle that NC State was able to beat Pepperdine in like round two because all Pepperdine had to do was was hit one out of two foul shots, and they had a guy on the free throw line that literally had shot like ninety six percent all yeah. season. And this motherfucker misses both foul shots. <laughs> and somehow NC State miraculously wins and continues the Cinderella run to the national championship. Miami beat Duke, or Duke beat Miami by 29. Ugh. What a shit show. Well, anyway, we'll see how that works out. Clemson plays Florida State. Um, and then South Carolina is, plays at. At, it's that's a road game at Mississippi. Yeah, so they're they're getting waxed right now by uh, Mississippi State. Mississippi State's up by four with about five minutes to go here in the game. So, no, see how no. that game works out. I need them to win. Right. How much you need them to win by, Jackpot? You took Mississippi State. Whatever the spread is, I think it's uh, it's um, six and a half. Oh, so you got you got Mississippi State minus six and a half. Okay, maybe we'll see how that works out. All right, well, we as always we appreciate you guys. Thank you for checking out the show. Thank and, you very uh, much. We'll talk to you later on. There you go.